is September 5th. We are here. Football is just three days away. And this is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. And we're on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Presented to you today by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The NFL kicks off this week and get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews with the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash NFL previews today. And we are also brought to you by the Free World Football Contest, and it is back and better than ever. $5,000 up for grab in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest as well. Sign up exclusively in our Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, guys. Well, make sure you go and join the Discord, and please like, subscribe, leave us a review. Let us know, good or bad, what what your thoughts are about this show, what your thoughts are about the, the takes today. So we're going to just set the table. First, we're going to go over some news. We're also going to give you some bold takes. Bold takes will be for the season. We're also going to look at some odds. Vegas kind of, they they know what they're doing. Uh, there's a reason those casinos are so nice. And so we want to give you a, a little bit uh, of an idea of what Vegas is trying to tell us about some of the players. Look at some odds and how we can relate that to fantasy football predictions and trade targets dynasty season is is 24 7 365 and it's always trade season and you maybe have just two or three days maybe a week to trade a couple guys where next week you're gonna say hey brad can you still uh you still offer me this guy and he's gonna say no no i saw him play on sunday the price has tripled and we want to give you guys a little bit of a heads up so you guys can know who is, you know, who to get ahead of the game with. But first, before we get into that, Brad, just want to say welcome to the show. Yeah, appreciate it, man. I'm excited. I got my baseball in hand. I've got my my bush latte. I'm going to call it for tonight. A little, just a little light. It's been a long weekend, but you got to have a little something, a little beverage while we're talking football. It just doesn't feel right. So I'm ready to get into this, man. How was your weekend? Though? It was good. If you guys don't know, Indiana has beaches. Um, so my wife wanted to go to the beach for her birthday. She's from Dominican Republic. So she's usually able to go right around the corner and go to beach anywhere. We're in Indiana. It's the opposite. Um, but we did find a beach in Indiana. And I highly recommend Indiana. Uh, it's a state park. Um, Indiana sand dunes. Awesome. Great time. But let's let's get into football. So let's first talk about the news. The biggest, uh, probably the biggest news today was Chris Godwin as far as dynasty and regular, you know, just redraft. Chris Godwin shed the brace. He's showing some confidence in the knee. Sounds like he's going to be available week one. Are you comfortable enough putting him in your lineup week one, Brad? No, I'm not touching that. If if I don't have to, I'm staying away from it. They they've got guys that they don't need to rush them in, right? That they went. Tom Brady said, "I want Russell Gage." They went out and got Russell Gage. They brought in Julio Jones. They still have Mike Evans. They they drafted Rashad White. They have guys there that they can use, and they're going to be perfectly fine. Not forcing Chris Godwin back. So I, I'm staying away from him right now because I just don't think he's going to be above even maybe forty to fifty percent snaps if that. 
Yeah, and we saw James Robinson is also expected to be be activated week one. Is he someone that you can put in your lineup? I might. I might be interested in James Robinson in a flex. The way that Doug Peterson talks about him is that he's like he's the guy. He's the one A. Uh, it's it's really interesting to me. Uh, but if I'm in a situation where I'm looking at like him or Michael Carter, Raheem Moster, like if I'm hurting in that second and you're, you're, you got deep rosters where you're playing two or three flexes, I'm definitely probably thinking about maybe rolling out James Robinson and, and hoping for that touchdown. Cause I think he's going to get the bulk of that work. You're riskier man than I am. <laughs> I, I am, I'm not touching that. Um, I would not, you know, and if you're if you're in such bad shape that James Robinson's sneaking into your lineup, I hate to break it to you, but you're probably not a contender. Um, DFS wise, he might be a very interesting play with some low ownership, but this is not a DFS show. Marlon Mack was cut from the Houston Texans. At one point, he was the only thing keeping Damian Pierce away from a breakout season. Damian Pierce season is here. Is Marlon Mack going to latch on somewhere else, or can you cut him off your dynasty rosters? No, I think you you get rid of him. I've got him in a couple spots. I I cut him. Uh, I mean, they dropped him from their practice squad even. Uh, like, there, there's zero interest there, and maybe he finds a spot where he gets a little bit of carries, but it's not somebody that I'm worth wasting a roster spot on. Right it's now. interesting, Marlon Mack, right after James Robinson, because Marlon Mack, you know, did he's two years off of the torn Achilles. We we're hoping that, you know, he would be able to, you know, start to make a comeback kind of like a Deonta Foreman, but not happening. Uh, Kenyon Drake went to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, snuck that one in on you. Um, what are your thoughts there? Um, I've seen some videos of J.K. Dobbins, and J.K. Dobbins is venomously very upset anytime anyone brings up his knee injury. But, I mean, I got eyes, and they look like a limp. Um then you got uh, Gus Edwards isn't even off the pup. Um, they got Mike Davis, Kenyon Drake, and J.K. Dobbins. Is Kenyon Drake someone you're interested in? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've got him in a couple spots, and I, I mainly because I bought into him in the, the Arizona season, and you couldn't sell him for anything last year when he went to the, the, the Raiders. And so now I'm carrying this guy into Baltimore, and I think he's somebody you can trust because it's pretty clear that Baltimore, they're not going to put Dobbins on the field with the workload until they are comfortable with it, not J.K. Dobbins. They don't care what he has to say about where his recovery is. They are, And, I mean, they're doing everything to show people that. They bring in Mike Davis. They bring in Kenyon Drake. It's So somebody's going to get that work, and I Kenyon Drake to me is – head and shoulders over Mike Davis. So I, I think there's a, you know, there's no chance that Mike Davis gets more work than Kenyon Drake mm-hmm. does. And I just don't know that they're even going to let Dobbins play in week one. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is definitely not a disagreement to that, but I will say this to a counterpoint is the Baltimore Ravens. They know just as good as anybody. If you got two or three running backs, that's, that's not enough. Um, you know, all of a sudden you could, you know, you're like, yeah, hey, don't worry. We got Gus Edwards and JK Dobbins. And then like 48 hours later, they're like Tyson Williams. You're, you're the man. <laughs> so, I mean, Shit, Devontae a, Freeman. Now you're the man. Yeah. Le'Veon Le'Veon Bell. Bell. I mean, it was just, it was just crazy last yeah. year. So for a team that is, it's such an important part of their offense is having good running backs. They're going to want to collect as many as possible. And they like good veteran backs. Cause you can, you know, they know, 
they're professionals. You know, they, they good ball control. They, they can learn pick the playbook up quick, those kind of things. And, um, you know, hopefully Dobbins is good to go, but I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic, but I'm very, very cautious. And, uh, I, you know, it, it's, I hope he does well. I hope he does well, but I, I'm fingers crossed right? seeing those yeah. videos as well as hearing some of the doctors talk about how he kind of tore up the whole knee. Like it wasn't just a clean ACL injury it makes me nervous. Um, and then Sonny Michelle. So Sonny Michelle went to the Eagles. The Eagles have shown, you know, no love for Miles Sanders. And as much as they kind of talk about how they like Michael Miles, you know, Miles Sanders, everything points to like, they're either frustrated with this guy because he's always hurt. You know, he's I think he's on a contract year as well. And he um, is. They're going to run the ball a lot. And Jalen Hurts, obviously, is someone that could potentially vulture for Miles Sanders. If he doesn't get the passing game work, now you got Sonny Michelle coming in, could vulture some more touchdowns. I mean, this is this is bad news. Are you picking up Sonny Michelle um, in, in any interest in him? And what does this do for Miles Sanders? No, I'm staying away from that like the plague right now. Because you saw Sonny Michelle go in and he he vultured work in L.A. He's vultured at work everywhere that he's been. And Miles Sanders already had zero touchdowns. Like, this yeah. is not good. Because now he's getting even less valuable carries inside the 10, inside the 15-yard line. Because they're, I feel like they're going to give the ball to Sonny Michelle. So, this, I think this hurts Miles Sanders even more. And his stock was already down. So, if you're a Sanders owner, you're – you're kind of stuck holding the bag right now. Yeah. And then uh, Jalen Rager got traded over to uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings. It was an interesting trade because the, the value uh, he was traded for a conditional fourth. So a fifth round and a seventh round pick, it can be a fourth round pick depending on some, some player incentives. I think how much playing time he, he has, which is pretty amazing for someone that we all would have thought would have been caught, would have been just cut. I don't know if there was a bidding war or I don't know if, you know, the Minnesota Vikings were just like, Hey, we want him so bad. We're going to overpay, but they may have a plan for him. Is that, are you interested at all in Jalen Rager? And is that fourth round, potentially fourth round pick make you more interested? I might be, I might be. And it feels really gross. Like if I could move, if I can find somebody who's like just looking to get rid of him and I can move a fourth round rookie pick or, you know, a fourth round pick in next year's draft for him, I'm going to take it because they also kind of coincided that pickup with the release of, of Smith Marset, which is very interesting. So does that mean that this kid's in, is he the wide receiver four now for, for the Minnesota yeah. Vikings? An injury puts him on the field 60% of the time uh, as the wide receiver three and he could, could be a very interesting player right now. So I think if you could get him for a fourth round pick or pennies on the dollar, if he's on your waiver wire, I think you go grab this guy and stash him and kind of kind of see what happens. Yeah, he had some speed to that offense. Thielen is not a speedster at this point in his career. KJ Osborne is, you know, he's more of a, a you know intermediate route kind of a guy. Um, you know, obviously Justin Jefferson's do it all, but it had some speed to to open up that offense. And you know, he could be an interesting guy, especially in your best ball, stuff like that. Um Laquan Trobo went to the, the the Patriots. He was cut, went to the Patriots. LaVisca Chenault was traded to Carolina, and then Carolina also just added Preston Williams to their practice squad from Miami. They're very interesting with what they're doing over there. They're definitely trying to load up with some pieces um, to put around Baker Mayfield. Um, obviously, the Baker Mayfield shirts um, off the leash. Um, <laughs> pretty interesting, but we digress. We got we got to talk about the sponsors, and we're gonna get into 
some bold takes. The first sponsor that I want to talk to you guys again is Win. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. It's perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day. We can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also has their first QB to throw five TD bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. They also got a 10% boost today if you pick the Buffalo Bills to win the championship. Offers subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the free roll football contests are back. The college football contest has over over $1,500 up for grabs. And our (laughs) NFL contest is at $5,000, along with a two-night stay in the one and only win loss. Vegas. So sign up exclusively in our Discord. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Look, we're all fans here. The NFL season's here. We're all getting our bets in, our week one bets, our season-long bets. And as we get close to kickoff and you get ready to place your bets and lock in your fantasy team, you have to check out the Elias Game Plan app. It is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, the NBA, and the MLB, and it has everything that you need to get a competitive advantage. Look, this is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports, and that is the Elias Sports Bureau. They are the official statistician of all of our U.S. pro sports league, and that is including yours truly, the NFL, the National Football League. Their app allows you to access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and key insights from their research team. It is your one-stop shop for all of this stuff, as well as player injuries, analysis, impact reports, which can all be huge when it comes to your betting and your fantasy tournaments. And look, all of us have that intuition, that gut feel that we go to make a sports bet on because we think something is going to happen the way that we, we foresee things. But look, the Elias insights help you know that. They get to add that piece to your strategy. They get to back your intuition up by numbers. So the NFL's here. So do not wait and download the Elias Game Sports, the Elias Game Plan app today. Right now, we have a special offer for you. When you go and subscribe, you get a 14-day free trial of off your monthly subscription. So 14 days off your monthly subscription. And that's only if you use our promo code SGPN. So find the Elias Game Plan Sports Betting app in your app store or the Play Store today and use promo code SGPN. All right. So we're going to do bold predictions. Again, just so you guys know what we're going to be doing. Bold predictions. We're going over some last second trades, some guys where the window is about to close. And we're going to talk about some odds. Again, we're going to bring win. Um, it's our Wins our favorite place to go for our bets. We're going to go there and we are going to show you guys some of the odds. And you might be surprised on some of the odds for rookie of the year, offensive player of the year, all that good stuff. But first, bold prediction, Brad, let's hear it. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the quarterback position and Derek Carr. And I believe Derek Carr is going to lead the league in passing yards. 
So some of you may look at that and say, oh, Brad, is that really a Super Bowl take? Because he finished fifth in yardage last year behind Tom Brady and Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes. But look, I think it is. You're looking at a guy who set a career high in passing yards last year, and he only finished fifth. And now I'm going to say he's going to throw for over 5,000 yards over the likes of some of these other guys like Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, like we talked about before. But look, in a season where Derek Carr only had Darren Waller for, what, 11 games or so, and then had to lean on a guy like Hunter Renfro for the remainder of the season, to see him finish fifth in yardage is nutsy cuckoo to me. His leading receiver in Hunter Renfro only had just over 1,000 yards. And now you bring in Devontae Adams, and you see Darren Waller healthy, looking for that contract, wanting to perform for that contract. And then Hunter Renfro running out of the slot. I just see an absolute smashing opportunity that's right for the taking for him to be the leader in passing yards. And bold take one and a half, an MVP candidate. Look, when we've seen Derek Carr with two solid receivers in the past when he had Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper. And before he got hurt, he was in MVP consideration. And I see something very similar happening this season. I think he's going to be a runner, uh, you know, in contention for that MVP race and lead the league in passing yards. I like it. I like it. I thought about Derek Carr for mine. And, yeah, he's just, you know, he's gotten a little bit better. And people forget about how, how much time Waller missed last year. The, the stuff going on with Henry Ruggs and, and John Gruden. I mean, it's just the Raiders were kind of a mess last year. So uh, my quarterback prediction, similar guy, similar flavor. It's kind of boring. Mr. Kirk Cousins. Mr. Kirk Cousins has – he's had over 4,000 yards multiple seasons in a row. He's had 30 touchdowns multiple seasons in a row you saw what he did in washington he's done it in minnesota as well and he still gets no respect kirk cousins is going to be a top six fantasy quarterback in 2022 and he's going to throw for 40 plus touchdowns kirk cousins we already talked about it they they added jalen rager but they get irv smith back Adam Thielen's healthy. Justin Jefferson's ready to go. I think Dalvin Cook is going to be a absolute monster this year. And the Minnesota Vikings, they could easily win the NFC North. That's my prediction. Kirk Cousins, top six fantasy football quarterback this year. Who do you got for us running back-wise? Yeah, I'm going to go with Javante Williams, my pride, my joy, my favorite running back in that class last season. And I think he is going to lead all running backs in rushing touchdowns this season. So, look, when you think about guys that have led the league in rushing touchdowns, you see Jonathan Taylor with 18 last year. Derrick Henry, the two years prior with 16 and 17. And Todd Gurley, the two years prior with 13 and 17. And you say, Brad, how can you correlate Javante Williams to these guys? And I say, look, okay, let's, let's try to find a common thread. So the common thread is actually, believe it or not, the passing offense. So the passing offense for these really three teams, the L.A. Rams, in 2017 and 2018, the Tennessee Titans in 2019 and 2020, and then the Indianapolis Colts in 2021, 
all had a top 12 passing offense as well. So you look at the Colts last year, they were number 12. You look at the Tennessee Titans, the two years that Derrick Henry led in rushing touchdowns, they were number eight in passing both seasons. And then the LA Rams in 2017 and 2018 with Todd Gurley, they were seventh and ninth. So you think about average, okay, around the ninth, you know, if you average seven, eight, eight, nine, and 12, you're around the ninth passing offense in the league over the last five years that has led the league in rushing touchdowns as well. So now insert Russell Wilson into the Denver Broncos. And over the career of Russell Wilson, I'm going to give you one guess, Dave. What do you think he has averaged in passing offense? Ninth. Ninth place. Oddly, oddly the same or oddly close. So I believe, and I'm going to tell you what, even Melvin Gordon believes that Javante Williams is the primary back on that team. And I think he's going to absolutely smash the competition in the red zone. And he's going to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. So I'm going to go with a comeback candidate. And you can call me a homer. Maybe this is a homer pick. But there is a guy that at one time was at top of the dynasty. You, everyone's about to put him on the dynasty Mount Rushmore. You couldn't, you couldn't get this guy. Now people just, they love to hate on this guy. And there's a few people that are still around that, that believe. But Saquon Barkley is going to be the comeback player of the year. And I get it. I get it. He, he may not have the, the best passing offense in the league, and I do not expect my Giants to have a top 12 passing offense this year. But he's one of the few backs that we expect to get the lion's share of the work the workload. Matt Breida is not going to be taking Saquon Barkley off the field unless Saquon gets hurt. And if Saquon has a full 16 games with this Brian Dable offense, with the improved offensive line, it, it could be fireworks. And you're, you're looking at a guy you can get in the third round of your drafts, maybe late second. I think Saquon Barkley is going to be an absolute stud this year. Comeback player of the year. I love that so much. I think he's a guy that can lead running backs in total touchdowns, receptions and rushing combined. I, I agree. I've been harping on Brian Dable the entire offseason. This guy has never coached a team as an offensive coordinator, or I'm sorry, like six out of eight seasons as a top 10 rushing attack. So it's a, that's I love that take. Absolutely love it. All right. Well, receiver you got for us. All right. Look, this is this is bold. This is bold. Allen Robinson will be the overall number one wide receiver in 2022. The oh, not a wide, not a top 12. The overall wide receiver one newly acquired wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams, Allen Robinson. So let's, let's look at this over the, again, we're going to go a five-year span. So over the last five years, the averages of the overall wide receiver one was 119 catches, a little over 1400 yards and about 12 touchdowns in Allen Robinson's four healthy, fully healthy seasons, right? Everything is, you know, assuming a full season. He averaged 88 catches, just under 1,200 yards, and eight touchdowns. And you say, oh, my God, Brad, that's like 30 catches off, 300 yards off, four touchdowns. That's a big difference. 
I don't disagree with that. But how many people thought that Cooper Cup was the most talented wide receiver in the game of football? Who to today thinks that Cooper Cup is the most talented wide receiver in football? I don't think he's as talented as Allen Robinson. And to see the fact that just because Matthew Stafford came in, he over doubled the average statistics for Cooper Cup over his first three se- or four seasons in the league. Doubled, doubled his receptions, doubled his yardage, doubled his touchdowns, his averages over those first three or four seasons. So to think that he can't add 25% to Allen Robinson and put him in the wide receiver one overall on a team that's just going to be an offensive juggernaut yet again is well within the realm of possibility. So bold take number three, Allen Robinson is the overall wide receiver one in 2022. That is bold. Allen Robinson. I, you, I thought you were going to say Allen Lazard, and I thought we were going to get an Allen Lazard double-digit touchdown prediction. <laughs> and I almost, almost went there. But I've been, I've been on the show before. I said CD Lamb is going to break out this year, and CD Lamb is going to break out this year. CD Lamb is going to finish as a top five fantasy receiver. In 2022, everyone that that sees the polls, sees the trades, everything says, how can you put a guy up there that hasn't done it before? Well, guys, sorry, like they they didn't do it until they did it. And this guy's going to do it this year. Um, He had Dak Prescott's, you know, major injury happen his rookie year. He had Ben DiNucci and Andy Dalton and yada, yada. Last year, you know, obviously, you know, he, he was consistent in the beginning of the year he was on fire and then it, you know the wheels kind of fell off i think it all hits um mari cooper's out of town you got basically him dalton schultz this is going to be an offense that passed the ball a lot Dak prescott's two years off that major injury i, I think it's wheels up for cd lamb they're going to move him all over the place he's going to have 1200 yards 14 touchdowns oh you know about 100 catches this guy's going to have a monster monster year Watch out. CeeDee Lamb is going to catch fire. I, I love that. Just the, the real quick, people forget. It, it's like short-term memory loss. Up until two years ago when Justin Jefferson came out as a rookie, everybody's big breakout was the third-year wide receiver breakout. And now because of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, it's like everybody forgot that that's like the standard. The standard yeah. is about three years in, that's when they break out. You saw... C.D. Lamb, increase in targets, increase in receptions, increase in yardage, increase in touch. He increased at every possible statistic from year one to year two. And everybody's like, well, he hasn't even done it yet. Like, well, like he said, it's the third year breakout. That's the standard. And people just forget about it. So I absolutely love it. Don't sleep on the third year breakout. Just don't do it. Yeah. And, you know, we'll throw a bonus one in there. DJ Moore has over four touchdowns this year. Um, but I, I don't think that one's too bold. Um, what do you got uh, for tight ends? All right. So my bold take at the tight end position, I must say another overall tight end one complete finish by none other than Zach Ertz tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. Again, I think Zach Ertz is going to be the overall tight end number one in 2022. Look, this is a guy that, 
with Arizona, he was number two in tight ends in targets in just this time with Arizona last season. He was fourth in fantasy points per game. He was tied for first in red zone targets among the tight ends. And yet he only came away with three touchdowns, three touchdowns, but he had 20 red zone targets. Again, tied for first. If he stays on par with all of those numbers, along with DeAndre Hopkins being out and Marquise Brown being able to draw some coverage, the tight end nine value that you're getting out of him is a smash. And it's absolutely possible that he ends up as the overall tight end number one in 2022. So uh, I'm going to go with number 85 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mr. Julio Jones is going to be a top 10 tight end. 2022 um julio jones may get 10 touchdowns in in tampa bay i don't know how what they're going to do with him but people people forget you know it's still julio jones and i know there's jokes and and all that it didn't work out in tennessee um but julio Julio jones is is going to be their red zone threat and tom brady he's he's been known to to just antonio brown revitalize what's going on over there Randy Moss, I would not be shocked at all if Julio Jones had 10 touchdowns this year and you can get him for basically free. Um, I, I would take a stab at Julio Jones in your leagues. Uh, don't don't trade a lot, but, I mean, you're not going have to have to. Um, but, you know, we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, I'm going to go with Albert Okubanon for the Denver Broncos. And I, I know I can hear everybody. The Denver Russell Wilson does not support tight end. Russell Wilson gets tight ends are on the back end of their career. Jimmy Graham at the end of his career is, is not the same as Jimmy Graham before he was traded to Seattle. There's a reason he was traded to Seattle. Greg Olson was not the same. And I know Gerald Everett went over there. Gerald Everett was never a thing. Uh, but we saw Will Disley was about to be a thing until he had two major injuries. Albert Kubanon is bigger and faster than Cortland Sutton. This is a team that's going to run 12 personnel a lot. He's going to be on the field 90% of the time. This guy is is an absolute, absolute athletic freak. He's two years off an ACL injury. There's a reason why they were easily parting away with no fan because they got another version, a cheaper version in-house, ready to go. And so Albert O is someone, when I look at tight ends, you're going to want to look at opportunities are they going to be able to get 100 targets i think he can get 100 targets in this offense we got jerry judy we got Cortland sutton of course the running backs are going to get theirs but he could be the third guy as far as the pass catchers and you're looking at air yards this guy is not someone that they're going to dink and dunk down the field hey go down run a stick route and we're going to we're going to hit you for no they're going to have him doing seam busters crossers have him go they they want this guy with four three speed to go toward the go post and he's the, probably the close thing they have to doing those Tyler Lockett roll out to the right, pass it all the way to the left kind of a deal. You can see some really boom weeks from him. I love him in best ball, little, little dangerous in, in redraft. And I'm all over him in dynasty as my second tight end. Cause I really do think he can break out this year. I'm gonna go, Albert O is a top eight tight end this year. 10 plus touchdowns. I love it. I love it. I, the Greg Dulich stuff just doesn't. I was on, and then I was off, then I was on. Then it it's pretty it's clear a, it's a that Alberto is the guy. Right it's a rookie now. tight end who missed yeah. almost all of camp now with a 
injury, yep. and I believe he's on the IR now. Yep. For four weeks. So, yep. um, yeah, Albert O, AO, Albert Akubanon, let's go. Um, let's check in with the sponsors and then get into our last second trades. I'm going to talk to you about Fubo TV. If you're watching the show, you like football. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or any episode of your favorite shows with, with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. And here's the best part. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days, and you get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com backslash SGP. That's FuboTV.com backslash SGP. And I'm going to see you guys later. I'm going to do this right now. Yeah. And the next one up is, again, we love betting on the National Football League. So for all of you bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best way to just increase your bankroll. And it's called promoguide.us. At promoguide.us, you get the biggest, and I mean the biggest, bonuses from all of the best sports book in the country. I mean, we're talking $1,000 in risk-free deposits insane odd boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business. And you get tons of free picks as well. So promoguide.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's promoguide.us. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. Now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-under is integrated into fantasy, the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via over-under itself, but you can also do, do this through your fantasy league's matchup screen, i.e. Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback. Not only do you think that you are going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you're also so confident that Mahomes is going to hit the over on his 250, uh, 250 passing yards line. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under on sleepers, that's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with just a tap of a button. It's insanely fun. We can run it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing now and download the sleeper app now to play their over-and-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money, too. On your mobile phone, just go join join the Sleeper group at sleeper at sleeper.com backslash SGP. And we will automatically they'll automatically match your first deposit up to hundred dollars promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com backslash SGP and you get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right, Brad. So we talked about our bull predictions. We talked about the news. Now let's talk about some players that we feel like you need to go buy now before it's too late. And yeah, if you so have any sells, we can also go through those as well. Okay. But who do you got? So my my first one, I'm, I'm going to double dip a little bit. I'm, I'm going to double down on my, my bold takes. And the first guy is going to be Allen Robinson 
wide receiver for the LA Rams. Look, I'm not going to talk about all the statistics and why he could be the wide receiver one again. We all know how good Allen Robinson is, and we all know how good Matthew Stafford is, and we all know how good Sean McVay is. This is a team where they supported two top-end wide receivers for multiple years in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, and to think that Allen Robinson can't do the same is crazy to me. And to me, cost is always the thing, right? Players are always for sale, and I will I will go buy almost any player. And when I can give up Jane, uh, Elijah Mitchell for Allen Robinson and a first-round pick, I'm smashing that. When I can get Allen Robinson for Christian Watson and a third, a guy who hasn't even practiced with his team really yet, like I'm smashing both of those trades, and I'm telling you right now, after he explodes on week one with 100 yards and a touchdown or a couple touchdowns and 80 yards, you're not going to be able to get him because they're going to see Cooper Cup all over again. You got to go get this guy before the season starts. Now, I like that. And Al Robinson is someone that, you know, as soon as I acquired him in my dynasty leagues, I had people just hitting me up and they just wanted to sneak Allen Robinson out. And like, dude, I just trade for Allen Robinson. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to sell him to you for less than I paid. Yeah. And obviously, I like this guy. So uh, I don't know if you can quickly check out some Sky Moore, but that is my guy. And so Sky Moore is someone that if you did your drafts right after the draft in you know May, you were having to pay a mid-first-round pick or a late-first-round pick. So I didn't get as much Sky Moore as I wanted to because you had to pay so much. But then I had my drafts. I had two drafts in August and I got Sky Moore on both teams because I didn't have to pay the full price. And it was beautiful because you get Sky Moore attached to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in this Kansas City offense. And I suggest you go get him now because if he goes out week one and gets eight, nine, ten targets. I promise you, whoever has Sky Moore in your league is going to latch on just a little bit tighter, even if it goes five five catches, 50 yards, no touchdowns. They're going to see those eight targets, nine targets, and say this guy is going to be a focal point of this offense. And I get it. Justin Watson's been running ahead of him in preseason, in preseason, in preseason, and you got <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster out there, MVS out there. MVS got a bigger contract than Juju. I get it. I'm still all about the Sky Moore. You can see where he was drafted, why he was drafted, and all the scouts absolutely are going goo-goo over this guy. You're gonna to you're gonna be doing the same thing when you see him play on Sunday. So go get Sky Moore before it's too late. Yeah. So so drafts. It's pretty. You get him pretty late. But from what I'm seeing right now, the value that you have to give up to get him in in existing leagues is a little bit more expensive. So let's let's see how this kind of works. So Mike Williams or Sky Moore. Mike Williams. Gabe Davis or Sky Moore. Gabe Davis. The next one I, I'd probably take. Give up Michael Pittman and get Sky Moore and a first. Yeah, Sky Moore first. So, so the value's pretty expensive right now. You got to give up Mike Williams to get him, Gabe Davis to give him, or you give up, 
Michael Pittman, which is still a huge asset, and then wait a year for that 23 first. So, I, I mean, you better be sure what you're getting out of Sky Moore you right may, now. You, you may have to pay those prices. No. Um, so if that's what that's what the going cost is, yeah, then maybe you don't do it. Go check in, see what's out there, because if the prices are what I've seen in my drafts where people are – he's going 2.02. You know, would you, you know, would you take Sky Moore, or let's say you had a, a situation where you could get Traylon Burks trade back and get Sky Moore plus something like that, because um, Traylon Burks is going way ahead of Sky Moore in your drafts, those kind of things. But who, who's your next pick? Yeah, so my next one again, I'm I, like I said, I'm double dipping and I'm going with Zach Ertz tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. It's a, again, a guy I really believe could be the overall tight end number one. And for a tight end that I could get giving up David and Joku and JD McKissick, I'm going to do that. A guy that I could give up Chase Claypool for straight up, I'm, I'm going to do that. A guy where I could get a first. On top of him for Travis Kelsey, now it starts to get a little interesting, right? Do you do you move from one 32 or 33-year-old tight end to another older tight end, but you add that first? For me, I think I would probably do that because, again, it's one of those trades where people feel like they just smashed you by get, getting Travis Kelsey and giving you Zach Ertz and a first. But I really do believe that this guy is going to be an absolute stud this season, and the value is there to get him on an already contending roster. And I think that's kind of the context to keep in mind, right? If you're in a rebuild, don't go, don't go trade for Zach Ertz right now. Um, if he's on your roster right now and you're not a contender, wait until the season to sell him because then that's when you're going to get the value. But I think right now he's just going to, just going to smash his, his current value. So, so Zach Ertz tied in for the Arizona Cardinals, go get him. Yeah, and, and I've been saying this all offseason. Zach Ertz is not as old as you think he is. He's the same age as Travis Kelsey. Yep. People want to put him in the the nursing home next year. Um, you know, he he could he could definitely um, you know, be a two or three year, you know, window guy. Yep. So, um, but speaking of Zach Ertz, uh, Trey McBride is someone that is, you know, he could see the field early. Zach Ertz is dealing with a calf injury. He is questionable for week one. Um, we expect Zacherts to play, but if Zacherts does not play, you could see Trey McBride hit the field and he could wow some people. I think people, because of where he was drafted, not in the first round, don't realize how good he was. This guy was an absolute beast in over 90 catches last year. Um, but the reason I'm saying go get him now, if, especially with the Zacherts situation, but tight ends are just so hard to find. And if they start working him into the offense and you start seeing flash of this, of this guy, you're not going to be able to get a hold of him. Um, we got Hopkins is out six weeks. If if Ertz misses a couple games, you guys could see some Trey McBride, and you're not going to be able to get him for what you're getting right now. And he's someone right now that you could just get thrown onto a trade. And I love stashing a couple, you know, upside tight ends on my taxi squad because you you just they're so hard to find a good tight end. Anytime you got to trade for one, you got to trade up. Yep, there's a ton of those throw-in trades with Trey McBride. Uh, it's interesting because there's actually one with Trey McBride and Zach Ertz for two seconds, and I think I'd smash that deal. Oh, yeah. um, you know, he's an extra, essentially straight up for A.J. Green, right? That's another smash deal. Raheem Mostert straight up in a, in a deal one for yep. one. That That's a take. 
um, you know, him or Irv Smith. So now you you pick a little bit there uh, on who you believe that next that next tight end is going to be. Uh, he goes one one for one for Jameis Winston, which I think is a little expensive for my taste. But there are a ton of these trades where he's just the the extra penny that you need to make yep. the deal work, uh, and that is absolutely the way to go get him right now. Yeah, and you know you you may have to wait a little bit. I talked about Zach Zachers earlier, but if Zachers ends up, you know, ends up being there for only one more year or even two more years. Thirty-year breakout for tight ends. Like I said, go just pick him up now for what you can. And another guy as a bonus is is Kenny Pickett. And so I threw this out there on Twitter earlier. Trubisky's the captain. Trubisky's the starter. Trubisky's on the promos, and that's great. And it sounds like he's had the job all off season. And I I hope Trubisky kills it because it just rubs more dirt in the whole Nagy situation because <laughs> Nagy was just terrible. But if Trubisky goes out and lays an egg week one, Kenny Pickett's stock is just going to start shooting up, and you don't want to wait until that happens. In your super flex leagues, it's really hard to get you know to get quarterbacks. And right now, Kenny Pickett is the third string on the depth chart. Now is the time to go get him, and you can go sell Trubisky. And I, I know that today is the day that the news came out, so you may not see a full reflection of this. But he's a first-round quarterback. He will get a chance to start, and maybe it's not till next year, and that's fine. You, you should not be relying on Kenny Pickett this year if you're a contender. But Kenny Pickett is someone you want to go get now before it's too late because if Trubisky starts to stink it up, it's just going to, the, the drumbeat's going to get louder and louder and Pickett's price is going to get higher and higher. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty stable right now. Right. So you see trades like Aaron Jones for Kenny Pickett and a, and a first you see Kenny Pickett go straight up for Kenneth Walker. Kenny Pickett goes straight up for a 23 first uh, Kenny Pickett and a first go for Michael Pittman. So I, I feel like that's pretty stable, you know, pretty standard value for a first round quarterback that is you know sitting uh, you know for at least a portion of the season if not the entire season so you're not paying that up charge for him being a starter just yet uh, but like you said if Mitch goes out and just lays an egg in those first couple weeks and they they move to to Kenny Pickett then you're you're not going to be able to afford him at that point yeah and don't hear what I'm not saying don't go and spend a 23 first for Kenny Pickett um, go check and see what the price is People are very reactive to the news. Just check it out. And if people are still wanting a 23 first, I'm not taking it for Kenny Pickett. Um, but see if you can get a second for Kenny Pickett in a super flex league. I would do that. And just see what the, see what the price is. You know, if people were thinking Kenny Pickett was going to be the starter and now he's not, maybe they want that veteran off of your roster. You could say, I'll give you Mariota or Trubisky, uh, something like that, and a little something. So, yeah, it's interesting because if you look at the timeline of these trades, I can scroll down and we talked the ones I just read to you are, are pretty solid value. Uh, these other ones before the news of them trying to move on or trade talks around Mason Rudolph, the value was significantly less. Juju Smith-Schuster and Matt Corral for Kenny Pickett. Jameis Winston and K.J. Osborne for Kenny Pickett. I'd take both of those deals. 
Um, Kenny Pickett for Tom Brady in a third. If I'm in a rebuild, I'm definitely taking that. So there's definitely been a shift in the value of Kenny Pickett kind of since the Mason Rudolph news, which is crazy that that of all things is kind of the correlation to his value shift a little bit, but it definitely has. Yeah. Whoever runs the NFL account must uh, either be related to Mason Rudolph or have Kenny Pickett on their dynasty team because I, so many like Mason Rudolph is making a making a a showing for you know push making a push for QB one. I'm like, come on, don't don't <laughs> don't tag this guy. Poor guy got tagged in that. Yeah. People were just trashing him in the offer. So let's uh, let's check in with the sponsors before we get into wins. Uh, you know to check out the odds on win. We're gonna talk about run your pool. Uh, run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and the social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools to one-stop shop for sports gaming and customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. If you're a Dynasty commissioner or you just want to make sure your Dynasty League is better, add things like this in there. Add DFS contests, add Pick'em, add Survivor. Those kind of things bring a community together and those leagues last longer. They're more fun. And we've teamed up with, with Run Your Pool, and we've we've hosted a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor. Get all of your dynasty leagues to do this. You can reserve your spot now. $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. You sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com. SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com. SGPN. And if your coworkers or your friends aren't into fantasy football, maybe this is a way to get them started. Again, sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com. And look, we've talked about sports betting up to this point. We've talked about how you can improve your bankroll and where you can make your bets and all these kinds of things. But what we haven't talked about is where you can get the best odds. And Odds Trader is the place to compare all of those odds from all of your major sports books. You can also compare all of your different sign-up codes and the promotions from one sport sports book to another to ensure you're getting the best deal available. Their app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather as you as for you as a better to make the most informed bets possible. And it also has a bet tracker so that you can keep records of all your games as well as your betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Again, that's oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. So let's let's check out WinBet and see who they think is going to win the Super Bowl. Brad, I don't know if you've placed your bets, whether it's at the casino with your buddies, with your wife, but who do you think, if you have a prediction, is going to be playing in the Super Bowl? Look, I'm I'm leaning towards that LA Chargers. I really like the odds for the Chargers as well. I think they're significant underdogs when you look at the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs being ahead of them. I think that's crazy. Uh, so I'm going to go LA Chargers for the AFC, and I'm going to go the LA Rams. It's the duel of the Los Angeles teams 
in the Super Bowl, Los Angeles Rams at plus 1,000, I really like as well. I think they're in a much better position from an offensive perspective with the addition of Allen Robinson, Cam Akers coming back and being healthy. I just like their team a little bit as well. Uh, and really to kind of come out of that NFC on top and kind of the weaker, you know, conference this season in my eyes. So Rams versus Chargers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's interesting. The last couple of years, we've seen some home teams play. Um, and we've also seen teams with new quarterbacks. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they went and acquired Tom Brady. They host the Super Bowl in Tampa. And they won the Super Bowl in Tampa. The Rams acquired Matthew Stafford. Some people came out and said, why would you pay that much? Is it even an upgrade over golf? Apparently it was. They played in the L.A. Coliseum. And they won the Super Bowl. So I'm looking at teams on here. I'm going... Who's got a new quarterback? The Broncos got a new quarterback. Let's go with the Broncos. Chargers may have been my first choice. Uh, let's go with the Broncos, and they're going to play against Tom Brady. Even though the Super Bowl's in Arizona, I'm not going to put the Arizona Cardinals in the Super Bowl. But if you do want to take the Cardinals, they're plus 3,000. That's that feels good, doesn't it? That feel it does feel pretty good. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm gonna go Broncos. <laughs> um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that. I'm gonna go Broncos and Tampa Bay. Lock it in. Um, and my buddy and I did we did win a bet last year, and so instead of splitting the money, we just put uh, I think it was like 200 bucks, and so we do have a bet for the Bills Packers. Um, so if the Bills and Packers uh, make it to Super Bowl, we have. We get to split that and we'll see what we'll do with it. Nice. So, um, you know, some interesting, you know, the, the Eagles are interesting here. Um, you've got the Bengals, 2000 Cowboys, 1800, the Ravens. And so again, you can kind of see where, uh, where Vegas thinks teams are going to finish this year. So you look at your top 14 teams and that's who they, uh, they feel like is going to be in the playoffs. San Francisco ahead of Dallas and the Bengals. Cleveland, 3000. Yeah, <laughs> as a homer, I don't think I could put a bet on that right now. <laughs> I just, yeah, I can't. I mean, maybe five bucks or something with something like that. But I just uh, I don't know how much faith I got in, in Jacoby Brissett to get us there. So, well, we'll we'll be sharing these on Twitter just to just to give you guys a little bit. So the MVP, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Patrick, the MVP, a.k.a. the quarterback award. Um, All your favorites to win it are quarterbacks. The number one. Um, non-quarterback is holy crap it's all quarterbacks jonathan mm-hmm. taylor derrick um, henry right no, there derrick henry and jonathan taylor at 75 plus 7500 jk dobbins at plus 7500 they don't think he's got any injury <laughs> uh trubisky not far behind and then cooper cup debo samuel um dalvin cook so that's the they think those guys are gonna have big years Devonte adams nick chubb um the odds makers they like the browns um, Trevor yep. Lawrence up there. Pretty good. So let's, uh, let's keep going down here. Oh. Who's who's your kind of dark horse for MVP? I already kind of mentioned mine. I, I think the offensive, uh, you know, the, the MVP dark horse is Derek Carr in my eyes right now. Do you have a dark horse right now? Well, I mean, I definitely look at quarterbacks on teams that, you know, could go and, and Jalen hurts is, is very interesting. Um, 
you know, if, if the Eagles do go to, you know, go deep into the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl or go deep into the playoffs in general, Jalen Hurts is is going to be the quarterback of that team. And um, I don't see AJ Brown being that guy. So I I'll go with I'll go with him. Um, you know, I, I and I'll, I'll go with Russell Wilson from the AFC. I like it. Offensive player of the year. Um, again, more of a quarterback ward, but this one's got more um, fantasy relevant players. Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Lamar Jackson. They are not worried about Derrick Henry's foot. They're not worried about Debo's new role or Devontae Adams' new team. Christian McCaffrey, no. They're not worried about him. Josh Allen. Nick Chubb up there. God, I love that. I love that. They love Nick Chubb. There's some love in the streets on win. Davin Cook, Aaron Jones. Javante Williams, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, Trey Lance is right there with Tom Brady and Tyreek Hill, Alvin Kamara, CeeDee Lamb, Joe Mixon, Saquon, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, Darren Waller, Elijah Mitchell pretty high. Yep. So yep. <laughs> very interesting. Again, if you go over to win, make sure you guys make sure you guys check that out. They're also doing that 10% bonus. So you're your odds, uh, so they have seven different days. Today, the first day, they're doing the Buffalo Bills. So you get plus 150 if you bet on the Buffalo Bills to win the uh, to win the Super Bowl. And just make sure you guys let them know we sent you. Um, and that's, you know, that's sportsgalingpodcast.com backslash win bet. Um, and let's look at I – want, I want to look at the rookies. I didn't get the rookies yet. Sorry for scrolling, everybody. There's a lot to go through. They got everything. So if you want to go through just specific teams, you get the Texans over under four and a half wins. They don't think they're going to be good this year. <laughs> um, the Colts, 10, 10 and a half. You got the, the Rams, 10 and a half. Chargers, 10 and a half. Vikings, nine, nine and a half. My Giants, seven and a half. Not so good. Um Steelers seven and a half, <clears throat> Tampa Bay eleven and a half. They must not have seen the offensive line. Um, passing yards. Justin Herbert is the lead dog. I guess my bold takes not so bold in win bet size. <laughs> no, no, not not at all. Yeah, Derek Carr yeah. is number four. Most rushing yards. Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry. They love Nick Chubb. Yeah, Devontae Williams not far behind. Receiving yards, Justin Jefferson is now taking the lead. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, <coughs> my pick, CeeDee Lamb, and number Look five. at DJ Moore up there. Wow. DJ Moore has, you know, he's had consistently put up 1,200 yards and four touchdowns yeah. every year with terrible quarterback play. Yep. Here's your sacks for your IDP guys. Then this is uh, some passing touchdowns, some personal Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers. And let's see, did I skip over the rookies? I I must have. I must have, yeah. So what I thought was very interesting with the rookies, I'm going to stop sharing before I give somebody a, a you know, <laughs> hurt, hurt somebody. Um, but with the, you know, with the rookies, 
it's dynasty. We, we want to know what rookies are going to be out there. So everyone, if you're listening, start thinking about in your head who you think is going to have the best odds for offensive rookie of the year. If you guessed Damian Pierce or Romeo Dubs, you're correct. Both those guys. <coughs> Taking my breath away. Um, oh, Brad, you want to talk about this real quick? Yeah, I, I mean, the Damian Pierce is – I get it. It's it's definitely a possibility, right? When you look at the fact they released Marlon Mack, they are giving him the reins. And there is a world where he ends up with the most rushing yards and the most touchdowns out of all of these rookies that come out. So it's not surprising that now that we know he's the bell cow, that he's up there. I just don't know that the Texans are going to be good enough to be able to get him to that point necessarily. Romeo Dubs is crazy to me. That is absolutely insane that he's up there. George Pickens, who quite possibly is the third or fourth or even fifth option in Pittsburgh when you look at Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Pat Firemuth, Najee Harris. Like, what are I just don't, I don't see it. You know, yeah, it's surprising. I will definitely say it is surprising. Yeah, I did not expect to see Dubs up there. Pierce isn't as surprising. Um, Pickens, you know, they these lines have moved, um, and this is where they're at. But obviously, this tells you that Vegas believes the hype. All three of those players have been, you know, camp hype kind of a guy. Vegas is buying, and you know they're they're want to see if you're buying too. Um, but they're not, you know, they're plus eight hundred, plus eight hundred. Pickens not not too far behind. Kenny Pickett, if he plays more than half the season. That's that's pretty good odds because quarterback, obviously, um, Brees Hall, Chris Olave, Drake London, Sky Moore right there. Traylon Burks, there's some talks that t- Tennessee's got big, you know, big plans for him. Ken Walker could be interesting. Uh, again, make sure you guys go check this out. Um, yeah, Brian Robinson. Uh, those, it would have been nice for Brian Robinson if that didn't happen. But yeah, Ritter right there, 3,000. I like that. I like that because that's a guy, a guy you're throwing some money at that, like you said, if he starts more than half the season, there's a pretty good chance that he's going to be there. And do we think Marcus Mariota is going to be around for more than four to six weeks? I just don't know that I see it. It doesn't make sense for the organization. So I love those odds on Desmond Ritter right now. Well, again, shout out to WinBet. Make sure you guys check them out and make sure you check us out. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Also, check out the FF Firm on Twitter and make sure you follow FF Bourbon Dude and Dynasty Dorks. Brad, any parting words? No, sir. Cheers. All right. As always, good luck this season.